Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 165 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the recent Heisman Trophy results. We're going to talk about some of our motivational strategies that we like to use as parents. And we're going to review some of our favorite memories of this past decade. It's going to be a ton of fun. Before we get to all of that though, I want to tell you about Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon is a new cereal company that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Magic Spoon offers four flavors based on the all-time classics, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry, plus a variety pack that lets you try them all. Magic Spoon is gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and GMO-free, but it tastes so great that you and your kids will never guess it is healthy. You've really got to try Magic Spoon to believe it. Caroline has loved the cocoa flavor, plus breakfast is important, and now you and your kids can continue to enjoy breakfast cereal and actually get a nutritious meal out of it. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, they back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. So you can go to magicspoon.com slash bigboo to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code bigboo at checkout to get free shipping. Again, Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash bigboo and use the code bigboo for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Alrighty y'all, here we go with episode 165. Hey everybody, this is Sophie, this is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie, it's Big Mama. And y'all don't even know the sound issues we have conquered. I know it's so annoying to hear about our continued sound issues, but I'm convinced we're under some sort of generational curse. For sure. I don't know what I don't know what our ancestors did to, <laughs> that was out of line in the audio or auditory field. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but I know that that you and I are sitting in the wake of their consequences. Is what I'm what I what I know for sure. Yeah, we absolutely are. I think it could go back to like kind of the internet taking its vengeance on me because I said email wasn't a real thing back when it came out. <laughs> Right. Remember, I said, inter- mm-hmm. inter- yeah. this isn't this is bad technology, and I don't think this is going to mm-hmm. take off. And so maybe that's why. But um, but I'm going to say that through a series of events yesterday, when we tried to record, Sophie alerted me to the fact that um, <laughs> my computer has multiple USB ports. <laughs> you would think that I would know that, given that I've owned this computer for about six years. But I, I I literally texted her yesterday. Now I only have one USB port. And she was like, maybe you have more. Maybe check on the other side. I think, and I think maybe you have more. Yeah, sure Listen, enough. Here, here's what I can tell you now that I couldn't tell you yesterday. <laughs> so we were, we were going to record yesterday afternoon. We we get all hooked up. We're, we've got, you know, our, our headphones on, our microphones on. This is how Melanie sounds to me. <laughs> 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 
But I kept saying, I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And um, so we go through this whole thing. Then we try to switch to Skype. It doesn't, it's no different. It's still. Uh-uh. <laughs> so all that to say, Melanie apparently has a USB port that ha- is shot. Yeah. And now we think that it's actually been the cause of so many of That's our right. issues. Because the microphone was faulty. That's right. The, so. the plug-in. And I was about to go to Office Depot to buy a new microphone <laughs> because I thought for sure. <laughs> you got to back up. The first thing you tried was you were going to get Perry's computer. I did. I did. And I tried to get Perry's computer. And I'm going to tell you that Perry's computer is, it's the well-known Acer brand that you get on Amazon <laughs> that I think we paid $250 for. Because I'm like, he doesn't he doesn't need a real computer because all he does is check email and right. read about bullets. So I was like, that, this is fine for him. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you that as I was trying to see if that one would work, I thought if, if this $250 computer works better than my Mac. I'm about to rage at Apple, but it didn't work mm-hmm. because I couldn't, it only lets you get mm-hmm. the only internet browser. It allows you is Microsoft edge and you can't use Zencaster. And so anyway, it, it was a whole thing. Basically it would not work because I couldn't get on Google Chrome and. Oh, listen, when I told, <laughs> when I told David that Perry's browser was Microsoft edge, <laughs> And that it wouldn't allow you to download Chrome. The the look on his the the utter failure to comprehend how you find yourself in that situation was equivalent to Perry finding himself in a situation where there is not adequate. Lighting. I was just about to you say, know? if you're out hunting and you don't have 18 flashlights, that's the total right. disdain for how ill-equipped mm-hmm. you are to get through life. Mm-hmm. I know. I get it. That's yeah, right. that's that's how we operate over here. I we're just we're just barely getting by. It's a wonder that we even get mm-hmm. Netflix and Hulu. We're not a tech savvy house. Well, but listen, we we you now know that you have multiple USB ports. One doesn't function correctly, but you have another one that's that's holding up that's beautifully. Right. As you as you said yesterday, it should because it's never been used. <laughs> it's brand new. It's brand new. <laughs> Not one thing has I mean, been plugged I, into it ever. I really thought you were going to have to go get a, a new computer is really where I went with it. Yesterday. I know. And but. I was really, because I so, getting a new computer these days for me is, I just, I take no joy in getting a new computer. Like I just, I just right. don't want to, like, I want this one to just go. Cause I don't even blog like I used to. So I'm like, what do I really, I was sit, sitting there thinking like, if this computer is down, am I just going to get an Acer too? Because why do I even need a good computer these days? No, if, if that computer goes down, what you just need to go get a good iPad. Go get one of the big iPads, and that you've got. Then you've got all your browser capabilities. You can email. You can use a word processing app if you need to, but but you don't you don't need anything beyond that. I don't think. I mean, you're not you're not creating a bunch of big no. files. Can you write a book on an iPad? Assuming hypothetically that I ever yeah. decide to write a book again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you get a, you get a, your case has a keyboard and it, it it's about the, the new iPads are about the same size as our, our oh. MacBooks, the screen okay. is. So I think that's what you need if you, um, if you decide to do something else. I almost did that this last okay. time, but the only thing was I couldn't, I didn't trust myself to edit the podcast mm. on the iPad. I thought I just, I just don't know that I'll, that that will be 
you know, I don't, I, don't, I think it would be, it would complicate it. Okay. So, well, it's funny anyway. that you bring that up because let me tell you, so I, I had that speaking event. I was in New Hampshire last week, as you know, my one of my favorite places yes. on earth. I was in New Hampshire. And before I left, I went to print out my notes because, you know, I normally always speak from handwritten notes, always. And so I went yes. to print out. The problem mm-hmm. is, is that now I have to print out, it's like 42 pages of notes because I have to print them out in 25 fonts so that I can see them. So I go to print out, our right. printer runs out of ink. So I was like, okay, what do I do? So I thought, well, I'm not going to worry about getting printer ink. And I don't have an iPad, but Perry has an iPad that actually is his because he's on school board. But he was like, I said, maybe I'm going to try to speak from an iPad. And he was like, take mine. Well, actually, Caroline has one that she's had, but the battery doesn't last. So Perry was like, take this one. I've never Mm -hmm. even used it. So I put my talk on Google Docs and I spoke from an iPad for the first time ever. And what did you think? I'm a big fan. I really liked it. Okay. Like It's revolutionary. Yay. It's so much better because it's the light up screen. It was easier to see. Like I didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about turning pages because I just scrolled. But I, the only moment I had is it's just one that has like, it doesn't have, I guess it doesn't have 3G. Like it's just Wi-Fi. Is that a real thing? Okay. Yeah, that's how mine is. Okay. Yeah. So, but the, my only moment of panic is literally the first night right before I was about to walk out on stage. I couldn't get an internet connection and all my notes went away. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you okay. that if you, if you decide to pursue this particular line of, or this course of action. Yes. Please tell me. Um, there are lots of different apps, but I like Notability. Okay. And so after you put your doc and you get your, your talk and whatever straight in Google Docs, you export it to Notability. And oh. then it just sits in that app on your iPad. So it's there all the time. Okay. And, and, and also in Notability, you can file things a little bit easier than you can in Google Docs. So like on Notability, I have a, I have a Brick Hills folder where mm. I can pull all my notes from church into that. I have a speaking, I have a school, okay. I have a personal. So, so every talk I've given for probably the last five years is in that speaking folder okay. in Notability. Okay. All right. Well then done. That's what I'm going to do because I did have this moment because I'm telling you when I put everything in my notes, like I can't, my Bible is way too small for me to read from. So I even put my Bible, <laughs> like I put the whole thing like I can't even see my Bible with my glasses and so I put everything so I was like I really am going to get up there and I have nothing I mean like I have zero notes and then right as I walked on stage it came on praise Jesus because I was really I'm so glad I know it was it was touch and go but anyway but I did like the iPad and I thought of you because I know you've done it that way for years but that was a new technological feat for me I love it. And I will say, if you get ready to go buy one, you know, there's somebody who lives in my house who will tell you exactly what you need. Yes, that would be great. I will, I will for sure take advantage of that. I think you will love, I think you will love one of the bigger iPads. My sister has one and, um, and it really is the, the screen really is the size of my laptop, but I mean, it's just so light, you know, and I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. That was probably boring, but I just, I need to. No, I, you know, I, I love a good technology tangent. Yeah. I think that's great. So, um, so the other, I get, well, I don't know if it's the, the only other big thing, but another thing that happened um, in addition to you having trouble with your notes yeah. while you were in New Hampshire, yes. while you were there um, or right around the time you were there is that Joe Burrow won the Heisman. It's exact, equally noteworthy. Um, it's my oh. iPad situation. <laughs> 
side by side in your news headlines. Uh-huh. Really. Um, Joe Burrow, I don't think anybody was surprised that he won the Heisman. No, but that speech. Oh, listen. I mean, you just, you hope that people who are really gifted, especially gifted athletically, because they get so mm-hmm. much attention and press and all that kind of stuff. You hope the heart behind the skill yes. is what you just hope that it's, it's, it's kind of on equal par, mm-hmm. if not, if not a bigger heart than there is skill. And Oh my goodness. That was, that was just the most tender kind speech. I, I thought it was, it was so good. He was really, you could tell he's very humble. Yeah. He was very honored. And, and I loved how he talked about his hometown and he talked about coach. Oh, it was just, really great. It was beautiful when he said that for a man like Coach O to trust him with the keys to his offense. And I thought, mm-hmm. really, when you think about that, because now I just saw today Coach O got named the AP Coach of the Year, which he he should have been. As well he should. Yeah, but I thought it's, but I thought it, he was taking such a chance because his career, I mean, his coaching career at LSU was really on the line had Joe Burrow not worked out. I mean, you know, Absolutely. And so I thought for Joe Burrow to get up there and say, you need to give this man a lifetime contract. And the way I laughed, because the way his mama kept leaning over and patting Coach O, <laughs> I was like, yeah, but that's how you'd feel. I mean, somebody took a chance mm-hmm. on your baby and he thought his career was over. And I don't know, it was just the whole thing. And, you know, I also read that they said he's raised that since that speech, he's they've raised $350,000 in donations to that Athens food bank that he talked about. I know. Is that crazy? Um, That's the sweetest. That's the sweetest. It was, I was, I was so happy for him. I thought it was so interesting that they said all four of those candidates were all transfers. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that means, like big picture, but it is interesting. Like, especially in the context of how much pressure we put on people who are 17 and 18 years old to make a decision like that's going to affect the rest of their lives. Yeah. And and the fact that that all of those big decisions had there was a there was another leap after yeah. you know yeah. that was that led to their even more success. Yeah. and I think it was to so, me it was such a good. And our house, what we turned it into, of course, to Caroline's Caroline delight. Come on, come on, Mike yeah. Brady. I'm ready to what hear. We turned mm-hmm. it into was there will be people that want to count you out in life and that will say that you are right. done, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that God isn't doing a new thing. And has other plans for you that just look a little different. And sometimes it's the journey to get there makes it sweeter because mm-hmm. it didn't come easy, yes. but you had to persevere. And I really feel like Caroline took that to heart. <laughs> did she go go into her room and get her she journal did. and and then and then artfully transcribe? Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Did she? <laughs> she did. Did she get all that with her markers while y'all were talking? Yeah, because I feel like right before high school finals, your junior year is really a time to impart deep wisdom to your kids because they're not over it at all. And so she was, said, tell me more, mother. Mm. Tell me more about life lessons that I can gain from the Heisman Trophy presentation. Um, Yeah, so it was. I'm telling you, I tried to have a deep talk with Alex Friday night. (laughs) We had been, we've been to all manner of basketball games. Um, I have determined if I have trained him for nothing else in life, he could be a professional sports attendant. <laughs> like he, and that's a really valued skill, by the it way, is. in the world. Um, he like like me, 
he would go watch somebody play tiddlywinks yeah. if there was an opportunity for for a, a, a student section. Anyway, he had been he went to three basketball games last Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. And so anyway, when he got home, I I kind of wanted I don't know I just was talking to him about a few things, which kind of led into a discussion about friendship, and I that's really kind of my heartbeat, you know, your relationships. Um, are we, are we, are we, are we acting like we're part of a team in those relationships, uh-huh. you know, like all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Uh-huh. And he finally looked at me after some time, he was really sweet and he answered some of my questions and he said, I, I think, and he kind of paused for a second and he said, <laughs> Soph, which, which is a sure sign. <laughs> yeah. That, He's, he's preparing me that he's not interested. He said, so I think you're really overestimating the amount of time a 16 year old boy would spend thinking about these things. (laughs) Well, that's fair. I mean, okay. Yes. But, um, but I really had a lot of things I've wanted to say. Uh I had a, a lot of a lot of bullet points I felt like we needed to cover but he really he just kind of wanted to go to the three basketball games and then they don't shut her down they don't want to hear our inspirational speeches Mm -mm. they are are not really interested so now every now and then like Caroline had a rough soccer game on Saturday and she texted me after and said I need you to tell me something and I was like oh oh oh, I long for that day (laughs) you want me to tell you something let me get my notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have sent some texts to myself <laughs> over a period of time of some things I would like to say. It was. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to say she didn't regret that decision later, but it was a vulnerable weak moment. Who's going to get this side of us when they go to college? <gasps> who's going to want to hear all this? wisdom all this perspective that we have to offer i don't him. know i don't know maybe we're going to need to loan ourselves out as mm. life guides slash coaches to tell me to give- what because i really mm-hmm. i i am happy and i know i mean i work granted i do work with teenage girls but we don't really get into this side of things i'm not i'm not i'm not really a motivator yeah. you know at at work but Oh, I enjoy it in my my parenting life. Oh, my word. Maybe, I mean, here's a thought. Maybe we could be like Lane Kiffin and start a motivational thing on our Twitter. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Just a minute. You know how excited I have been about this football hire. And I'm here to tell you that when I woke up last Monday morning and looked at Twitter and I saw that Lane Kiffin had laid out four cards <laughs> on some kind of island or table. I don't care. Each one motivational in yes. nature. I thought, well, this is the best thing that could have ever happened mm-hmm. to me. Like every day I go look at his Twitter because I cannot wait to see. Sometimes it's I'm like, I, I have I have so many questions, actually. Like sometimes it's a quote yes. from somebody famous. Yes. Sometimes it's uh, it's almost like a meme, uh-huh. you uh-huh. know. It's almost like something that that somebody has has done and would have posted on Instagram or something. But they're all on the same kind of paper, and they're all typed in the same font, which leads me to believe that somebody has put this set of motivational 
phrases and sayings mm-hmm. and poems um, and, and, and to, into some sort of cohesive form for him. Yeah. I don't know. It appears know. that somebody has said, here would be a good thing to do, you know, like put some motivational things on your Twitter feed. And yeah, it, it makes me so happy. It makes me so incredibly happy. So here's here's what we've got. Hold on, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna look at his Twitter. Let's see. I haven't looked today. Um, here's one from Albert uh-huh. Albert Einstein. Not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. <laughs> now I don't know that Albert Einstein said that honestly. <laughs> no, I feel like that feels in that same thing of like, don't believe everything you read on the internet, Abraham Lincoln. Like it feels like. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna Google now. I'm gonna go on my personal quest. Not <laughs> everything that can be counted counts. Albert Einstein. Let's just see yeah, how this let's goes. See if it's actually there, hey, it does say. It says Albert Einstein once wrote on okay. a blackboard. Um, and I and I say that because there's this quote about Mississippi that everybody says that William Faulkner said that he never did about like to understand the world, you must first understand a place called Mississippi or something okay. like that. But he never said uh-huh. it. I don't. Oh, oh no, it wasn't actually Albert Einstein. It was a man named okay. William Bruce King. So. I'm going to say that feels more right. It feels. Yeah. But, but here's what I love about it. So many things I love about it. One, the fact that as somebody like as somebody who stands in waiting to offer a motivational word yes, as a parent, yes. right? To know that he has yeah. these cards, to know that he he pulls these cards out every uh-huh. day, four of them. Uh-huh. Um, clearly, he reads these cards. He takes a photograph of these cards to pass it along to the internet. I love everything about this. Yeah. It makes me so happy. I, I really so happy. like it. I think that I think four is so ambitious. I mean, like you would think maybe one motivational yeah. thought for the day. Um, yeah. Four. Yeah. You're getting yeah. fired you up. You're ready. You've got a lot. I can't mm-hmm. wait till he pulls out Stuart Smalley and says, you are good enough. You're smart enough. <laughs> and doggone it. And people, people like you. Potty um, totty. Eric Allenball says, every choice moves us closer to or farther away from something. Where are your choices mm-hmm. taking your life? What do your behaviors demonstrate that you are saying yes or no to? And like, I'm going to tell you, that is exactly something I oh, would say to Alex Hudson. 100%. I would tie in, you know, that you, you can tie in something about choices mm-hmm. and consequences. And I mean, there, you can go yep. in a lot of different directions like that, but what do your behaviors demonstrate that you that's are saying yes or no to? And like, mm-hmm. that's a good question. It is. That, that tells people who you are, your choices. It does. Yeah, it does. So I've been delighted um, there by his Twitter feed so far. I'm, I've been, uh-huh. I've been encouraged, I've yep. been challenged. Um, it's all the things that, all the things that I enjoy from the Twitter. So short of it, us being in the yep. thick of football season, I feel like this is this is a good, I agree. A good place. I to agree. Be well, and I think tomorrow because tomorrow, well, it, it when we're recording this tomorrow is early signing day, so I feel like we might get some really good things tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. it just, it feels, it yeah. feels promising. It feels full of hope. It feels like we're on the trajectory yes. that I thought we would be on through the Lane Kiffin time mm-hmm. at Ole Miss. So it feels good. 
Well, he retweeted a couple of days ago. This is Peter Burns. He works at the SEC Network. But um, Peter Burns tweeted the 2019 Heisman finalists. You, you may want to go take a screenshot of this so you can use this at some point to talk with Caroline. Oh, okay. Um, I'm curious if everybody else does this with their kids, by the way. <laughs> like, like, or if, if it's just a, if it, if it's just a specific kind of obsessive personality <laughs> that wants to put on like the Janet Jackson mic and get in your living room and clap your hands and bring everybody to attention. Um, but Peter Burns said 2019 Heisman finalists, Ohio State's former third string quarterback, mm. Georgia's former second string quarterback, Alabama's former second string quarterback, and Chase Young. Crazy how careers and futures can change with the right circumstances. That's right. That's right. I am going to take a screenshot of that because that's going to come up. And I'm going to say there will be people that are going to count you out in all things in life, not just sports. They're going to want to tell you this is the end of your story. And it is, it is never the end of your story. Only you can limit what God wants to do in your life. That's what I'm going to tell you. She is, listen, we're going to start the new year with that. And she is going to be so thankful. <laughs> she is. She's gonna be so thankful. She's gonna, she's gonna print it out and put it on her um on her in her car so she can see it every day. Yeah, she really is. She really is. You know, I I remember when I was in college and and I did not grow up. My parents were not like this. Like they met, like I always say nobody was in the least bit interested in me. And I really mean that in a in a really like healthy way. Yeah. Like I was not the center of anybody's universe. No. But I remember Emma Kate, my roommate at State, Emma Kate's daddy took a book that was like that things I wish I'd learned in kindergarten, everything I needed to know I learned in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. He took that book and then out to the side of so many of those sayings, he wrote additional sayings. And I remember looking at that like our junior or senior year of college and thinking, where do these riches come from? Yes. And who thinks to motivate their kids like this? Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, apparently it, it, I caught it because, yeah. you know. I know. I'm a, I am also a believer. Yeah, I'm a believer in the motivation. I, I too, as a child of the 70s, I mean, I think, like, I don't know, in the 70s, what, I mean, what did they tell you to do? Like, the 80s, don't do drugs. I mean, that was kind of, that's mm-hmm. your motivational speech. Like, hey, the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. Yeah, but now, listen, God's writing a story. That is, and <laughs> like, <laughs> and you can choose to participate in that story, mm-hmm. or you you may miss it. That's right. You may miss it. Your history. You can take yourself out of the story. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Your history is His story. That's what you need to remember. <laughs> We really, if we dared, we would, we would get, let those two come on the podcast and talk about what it is like to be parented by, um, Matt Foley. We'd never survive it. We would never survive it. Oh my gosh. Caroline would mock me endlessly. I mean, I I was trying to, Alex actually does like legitimately mocks me, like has a whole imitation of me. Oh yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Caroline. We so went, nice. I took her out to dinner Sunday night and there again, I was trying to, cause we're going into the week of finals and I was trying to motivate her and like everything I said, I'd be like, I'm going to tell you what you need to remember. And she'd be like, I'm going to tell you what you need to remember. She said, why is your- <laughs> that's exactly what Alex says to me. What's she going to tell me, Soph? Soph, you have something you need to tell me? 
and pearls before swine. That's what I'm going to tell exactly you. Exactly right. That's exactly right. We get we get no respect. <laughs> no. no. I am simply here to try to help you set some goals and achieve some things. Exactly right. It's exactly right. Because you know what you're going to regret? Nobody regrets trying and failing, but what they regret is not trying at all. (laughs) So good. I'm encouraged. That's what I'll say. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe we can just call each other with our little bon mots of mm -hmm. wisdom and advice. That's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's something else. That is something else. So what else is going on? Well, a few a few things I have noticed lately and wanted to mention okay. just just in passing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna share three things that have really stuck with me this this last week. Okay. Um, one is have you tried the nitro cold brew at Starbucks? I haven't. Do I need to? I I didn't know how I was gonna feel about it. Okay. Because it's not on ice and it's not hot. It's just it's just cold coffee mm. essentially. Mm. Like it's just but, yeah. But there, but you get a nitro cold brew with sweet cream in it. Yeah. It yeah. If you really like the flavor of coffee, like if you really uh-huh. love that flavor, they are delicious. Okay. They are so good. All right. It is the most delicious like coffee tasting thing. Now there are all kinds of great confections and things Uh at Starbucks, but it's the most delicious coffee tasting product I have had from Starbucks. Okay. Well, that is good to know. Okay. So it just, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't come over ice. So does it come in like a plastic cup? Like one of their like. It comes in a plastic cup and they have like a a special little lid for it. Uh Um, And if you go in your Starbucks, you will see they have taps for it. I mean, like you would think, do they have beer? Mm. No, it's where the coffee comes out. And they have, uh, there's, I think there's, right now they have a cold brew with sweet cream. Then they have an Irish cream cold brew, nitro cold brew. And they're really good. So, anyway. I'm going to have to keep that in mind. I'm in the midst of a coffee crisis right now, I feel like. Like, I still like, when I go to Starbucks and I get, you know, I always get my non-fat latte with one raw sugar. That's my standard order. Yes. Um, and I still like that. But like when I make my coffee at home in the morning, I feel like I've tried all kinds of different K-cups. And every morning I'm like, eh, maybe I don't like coffee anymore. Mm. It's just, it just doesn't taste good right and now. No, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. But I've I've tried some different kinds. I just, I don't like a flavored coffee. I just like a coffee. But I don't know. I haven't been able to find anything that has really hit the spot. Okay. So, well, you know, we like I, the Neiman's, the Neiman's own Neiman's own, um, it's a medium race. We like that K-cup. And then I really like this. I like the Starbucks Sumatra K-cups too. Oh, well that's, I've been doing the Sumatra and it's, I like it better than the house, but even that I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but maybe I need to try the Neiman's own. Maybe I just need a break from something. I don't know. Maybe I need to go back to mixing it with hot chocolate. I don't know. It just. Oh, maybe you do. Maybe maybe I need a sweeter coffee drink. Um, okay, the second thing I wanted to be sure to mention besides the nitro cold brew is I got an email mm-hmm. from our friend Marty, who lives in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. We met Marty several years yes. ago when we spoke at First Baptist in Charlotte. And she told me, because we talked a couple of episodes ago about you using the new lash, yes. which somebody else emailed and said, is something wrong with Revitalize? She mentioned like strange, not wanting hair growing out of the mm. side of your head, um, which I know, I don't know that anything's wrong with it. I just think you have to be with the revitalize, you had to be precise. Yes. Because if not, you could end up, you know, with, with yeah. 
anyway. Um, so, but, so what Marty said is that she has discovered, there's something called my, called eyelash mites. Mm -hmm. And she said, don't look it up. Just know that you have them. And that if you put a drop of lavender oil in your mascara, it kills the eyelash mites and your eyelashes will grow like crazy. No, you're kidding me. That's what she said. She said, that's what she does. I don't know if I have eyelash mites, but I'm going to try it. Wow. Okay. I'm so just a drop of lavender oil. A drop of lavender oil in your mascara and and apparently you just get crazy results. Let me see if I can find her email and I'll tell you exactly what she said. Okay. So I do not misrepresent any of this information. Um, okay, she said that my eyelashes got so thin when I had my girls. I did some research and learned there is such a thing as eyelash mites. They're alive, it's disgusting. Don't dwell on it. Um, but if you use mascara, you have them. So she said she read about a simple fix that has worked wonders. One drop of tea tree or lavender oil. I forgot about the tea tree in your mascara tube. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, she said, apparently it smothers the mites. You'll notice a difference in two to three weeks. And she said, I've been doing it a few years. And as long as I keep it up, my lashes stay thick. Oh, interesting. Well, you know, I'm doing that as soon as we get off the podcast. <laughs> I know. When I read it, I was like, if there's ever been a mascara challenge that I felt like you would immediately accept it's that one yes I'm so ready and I've immediately I've already googled eyelash mites because oh, I, I could not well I can't help myself I can't mm-hmm. I can't help myself you can't see them but um but yeah she, if you use mascara it says you have them so congratulations mm-hmm. wow okay well I'm trying that today like I've already okay. taken my makeup off for the day but I may put makeup back on just because I want to try it mm-hmm. well I'm about to take my makeup off but but I am going to put a drop of lavender oil in my, in my mascara for sure. Okay, that is fascinating. Here's the third thing. What's up with all the stars? And by stars, I mean the actual, like the stars that are on sweaters, they're on pants. Stars are everywhere. Stars, I feel, got the same PR agent that, that represented kale and then that represented cauliflower. Yes. Um, I, I don't, there's stars on everything. There are. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. There are stars on everything. It's a star epidemic. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I just, I just needed to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just wanted to acknowledge it. I see you stars. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm too old for this trend. I don't feel like I need stars on all my clothes. I don't need a star necklace. I don't need star earrings. Yeah. But they're everywhere. And so I just wonder how long it's going to last. I don't know, but there are a lot of stars. See, that's funny because I have one of my dear friends, she years ago, way before the resurgence, you would always say, oh, my stars. That was like her, oh, my stars or whatever. Well, then like four years ago, I saw a t-shirt that said, oh, my stars. And I was like, well, that is so cute. She needs that t-shirt. But that was like, like, you didn't see that. But now Mm -hmm. they really are everywhere. You're right. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. Hmm. So all that to say, well done, PR agency for stars. Yeah. Whoever got that going. And then here's another thing I've noticed that I wasn't even going to mention, but now I will. Just in the little bit of Christmas shopping I've done. Yeah. Bright colors are back. Bright oh. colors are back. And I, for one, am here for it. I cannot wear gray. I'm tired of Mm-mm. it. Tired of the muted colors, but there's so much hot pink and bright green and bright blue. And I am delighted about it. For sure. I love color. And it feels like we have been on the downside of a color trend. But I mean, even Mm -hmm. some neons. I mean, I've seen like some bright, bright neon yellows and bright hot pinks, which I don't know that I would do that. 
but I do love the color. So it's funny because last night on Insta stories, I put a picture of my Christmas tree that we hacked away at. Yes, I saw it. It's darling. Yeah, thank you. So I, but I, I said, I, I tagged Nestor in it because we had gotten the idea from her to hack our tree. And so she sent a thing and was like, it looks great or whatever. And I said, you know, her whole thing is a cozy minimalist. And I was like, I so I want to be a cozy minimalist, but I'm mm-hmm. really like a cozy, I love a lot of colorist is mm-hmm. what I am. Like, I can't, I just, I can't help myself. Like, for, Oh, so. for sure. Me too. I can't, I listen, I said it, I did a post, I feel like on Instagram years ago where I said like, I want to have a grown up house yes. and we've said it on here, but I'm, I'm never, it's never going to happen. I'm no. never going to happen. I just like color too much. No, I'm just drawn to anything with, with color and pattern and all that stuff. And so like when I even go through and look at Christmas trees, I'm like, that's so beautiful with all its soothing muted tones. But what is mine? Like purple and red and turquoise and yes, it's who I am. I can't help mm-hmm. it. It's who I am too. Which reminds me, I was looking back through my Instagram. The reason I saw that post is I was trying to think I was, you know, I get very reflective. I think this is, this is all up in, I get all up in my nineness mm-hmm. and start looking through the rear view mirror a little bit at things and thinking back on the, on the last decade and all that kind of stuff. And like Instagram is one of those things. It was new to me this, this last decade. I didn't, I can't remember when I started on Instagram, but I was, I got in this whole thing, like what YouTube videos have I watched the most Mm -hmm. in the last decade, that kind of stuff, which by the way, do you know what I've concluded? Well, no, what? Do you have a guess? Is it Justin Timberlake? It does involve Justin Timberlake. Yes, that's excellent. That's an excellent guess. Okay. Is it, tell tell me which one. Is it him with Chris Stapleton? It absolutely is. Okay. I think that's, I think that's the one I've watched more than any other, which is Uh the Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton, Drink You Away Uh from the, from the CMAs. I, I I love it so much. And so, so it's led to me watching it like 16 times in the last two days again. Do you, do you feel like you know what yours is? If you think about it? Oh, I don't know. That's a, I don't, I, I would have no idea. I really I would wouldn't. feel like it, it, it might involve Aggie football. Yeah. It's probably an Aggie football hype video this year. I have not watched as many um, just mm-hmm. because it hadn't felt appropriate, but yes, I would say Probably the year that we had Johnny Manziel, that was, what was that, 2012, mm-hmm. and we beat Alabama. That would, I bet I've watched that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I watched the the recap of when Dak was quarterback his junior year, we beat LSU in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. I watched that recap video. It might rival the Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton thing. Yeah. As well as Morgan William, when she hit the the shot to, to send us into the national championship when we were yeah. playing UConn. I watched that one 11 hundred times or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been super reflective about the, the decade. Have you thought about this at all? Have you thought about like the sort of the scope and course of your life over the last 10 ish years? I really haven't. I, (laughs) because I'm going to tell you as somebody who just discovered that I had an additional USB port on my computer, I also noticed everybody seemed to be making a big deal about it being 2020. And then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, this is a decade ending. Like we're at the end yes. of a decade. Like it was the 2010s. But because it's the 2010s and it's like 11, 12, 13, I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem as, it's not like the 20s. It's the, so it didn't, it didn't occur to me. This sounds so stupid as I'm saying it, but like, oh, it really, we're, we're going into the 20s. Right. Um, right. Okay. Let me ask you this then, because I thought about this in regards to you. 
and I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you to You're to this same realization yourself. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. How many books did you write between 2000 and 2010? Zero. How many books have you written between 2010 and now? That's crazy. Like six, I think, or seven. Yes. Wow. Isn't that, I just got chill bumps. Isn't wow. that crazy? That is crazy. Well, and same for you, because before 2010, nothing. Right. Yeah. I, but wow. I thought, so I thought, what are the odds? The two of us, yeah. we, like, you don't even know you have a, a more than one USB port. <laughs> I can't get my eyelashes to grow. <laughs> like... <laughs> What are the odds that between the two of us, we would write a bunch of books? So I was like, well, that's something to remember the last decade for. That is. Go us. Look at that. It's like somebody. (laughs) Because you don't think about it while you're doing it. But then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we did a new thing. We did a new thing. I mean, that is, yeah, that is. And see, I don't even, it's, that's such a, I don't know. It doesn't even, I don't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Wow. I don't, I got all up in my feelings about the last 10 years. It is pretty, I mean, I, when I think back to how little Caroline was at 2010 yes. to now, that's hard to believe. Like, I think to me, like the time aspect blows me away. Cause I'm like 2010, it's like anything where you're like, well, that feels like that was, what was that two years ago that it was 2010, you know? I know. I know. I th- I, I, and so I thought about, I thought about the fact like we've raised these kids, like these big personality kids. You yeah. Know? And we didn't, yeah. we didn't know in 2010 really what their personalities were going to no, be. No, like. they were just little, we el- they were little elementary schoolers. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I was just like, well, a lot has happened. A lot, you know, a lot has happened. And here's, it really makes me think about, like, it makes me think about this famous quote by Albert Einstein that says, not everything that can be counted counts. <laughs> Albert Einstein and some other guy. Yeah. I don't know. And Dave. And Dave Smith. It's like Dave Smith and Albert Einstein said, not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. And that's that's right. That really maybe it's a quote that sums up our 2010s for us. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I was like, well, like if you look at the whole the whole big mass of those 10 years. Yeah. What a neat time. It has been a neat not time. Just, not just because, I mean, mainly on the personal front, yeah. not because necessarily. Of, but like, you know, I quit, like in that in that little span, I quit teaching English yeah. and, and moved into the job I have now. Yeah. And Wow. Um, I don't know. It's just weird when you think about, golly, that went, one, that went by really yeah. fast. And then two, some things happened. Yeah, lots of things happened. See, I don't even think about mm-hmm. that. Like, that's just hard to even process that's it was weird mm-hmm. because like on that same like how time moves so fast like Caroline because she's in the middle of finals right now and she said isn't it weird to think that I'm only going to have like two more rounds of finals for my high school career oh that was unnecessary was, she didn't it was a low up. blow it was a, she said I only have three mm-hmm. semesters left of high school and I was like oh mm-hmm. like I don't not everything that can be counted needs to be counted is what I'm going to tell you <laughs> Oh. oh my goodness. I know. I know. Well, and so, I think it brings to mind because we Caroline and I did talk about this the other night when we were sitting at dinner after she got done making fun of my accent. But like when you mm-hmm. look at the last 10 years and you think that we started with these elementary school kids and you think the 20s really could be, it'll be the decade that we could watch our kids graduate from college, get their first jobs, they could get married, they could have babies. I mean, like think of how many 
Uh, like, no, that's where I went in my head because you know I don't I don't get in my I don't get in my like all wrapped up in my thoughts that yeah. much. I don't like to feel my feelings. Yeah. I, I it's just not kind of the but but it was the it was the Instagram and then the YouTube mm-hmm. that sent me like down this whole thing about the last about the last ten years. Like we ten years ago, we weren't on Instagram. I was on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. But ten years ago, I was not on. I was not on Instagram. Wow. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. And like, well, I don't. I don't blog anymore. No. You don't really blog anymore, except no. for Fashion Friday. Yeah. Um, and I could not have imagined, you know, ten years ago that I wouldn't do that forever. Yeah, I know. So, wow. I don't know. It's very interesting. It is interesting to think back on it. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So okay. there you go, everyone. Okay. So take some time over the holidays right. to think back on the last 10 years. And not all of it's been great, yeah. but but there's been some neat stuff. There have been some good things. I mean, I think it's life. It's like there have been good, mm-hmm. there have been good moments and bad moments. There have been highs and lows. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know that I've ever really taken time to think back on a decade because, you know, I there are a few things I love more than a new year. Yeah. I love me a new year mm-hmm. and I'm so excited about 2020. I'm excited about writing 2020. Mm-hmm. I, like I've never had a time before where the, the first two numbers were the same as the last two numbers. Yeah. I think this is very exciting, mm-hmm. but I don't know, but it was fun to kind of think back on, I didn't, I didn't journal it or anything, Yeah, um, but but just to think back on it, it was neat. Um, I saw somebody said it was on Instagram or Twitter this morning that somebody said that they ought to have Barbara Walters at the ball drop and uh, on New Year's Eve so that when it turns the year, she could say, this is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 2020. 2020. Oh, Barbara Walters. I know. I bet she can't make it, but I did think that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! All right. Anything else happening? Well, the uh, the only other thing, and I hate to, we've we've been so reflective, but I'm going to tell you that I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. I had to run to the doctor just for a checkup, and I was in the parking lot. And I'm going to tell you that three different times I went to like kind of move up, and I had to stop because a car was doing that whole move where they were then going to back into a parking place. Stop it right now! Back, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you what three out of three had in common: all men driving. It infuriates me. It infuriates me. It drives me crazy. There have been times where I've really thought that my marriage might end because Perry's taken the time to back into a parking spot and it drives uh, me crazy. So unnecessary. It's like, just pull in. Just pull into the parking spot. What's the problem? If you have to make a quick getaway, I don't know <laughs> the, the, the three quarters of a second it's going to take you to reverse as, to, as, as opposed to putting that thing in drive. It's going to be a difference maker. No. I really don't think it is. Uh-uh. Uh, it makes me insane. It does. And, you know, I live in here in Birmingham. I live in a heavy, big truck culture. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started about the big trucks and the parking places and being next to the big trucks on the road and everybody's trucks that were tricked out and all that kind of stuff. When that big truck starts to back into a parking place yep. and we all have to stop yep. so that can happen. Yep. I'm going to tell you that these are not my holiest moments. No. These are not, 
not my holiest moments. No. And I get, because Perry always says it's a safety thing. If you back into a parking place, then you pull out, you have a clear line of vision, da, da, da. I'm like, that's what rear view mirrors are for. And if you're such a good, mm-hmm. if you're a good enough driver to back into a parking place, which is mm-hmm. kind of a skill on its own. So it kind of feels braggy to me. It kind of feels like when people do mm-hmm. it, it's like a self-congratulatory, like, look what a great driver I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nobody cares. And if you're that great of a driver, I bet you can avoid running over somebody when you go to back out of your parking place. Like what? Well, I'll tell you what, when you don't have the clear line of vision is when you're backing into the dadgum parking yes. place. Yes. Like, oh, it makes me insane. It drives me crazy. It makes me that was, I had two things and maybe yesterday was not really, maybe I had a short tempered day, but it was that. And because I, I'm listening to Christmas music and I was in my car and I didn't have my own music streaming and that's my mistake, but I had it on the Christmas okay. channel. And I'm going to tell you that wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney is right up there with Christmas shoes for the worst possible Christmas song. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Hear I would agree with that. Having a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like that's mm-hmm. all it says. I don't understand why we still play it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, da, yeah. Da, da. Oh, I can't no, stand it. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. I'm going to take <laughs> this kind of cheer into the new year. Oh, I agree. It's. It, I don't know who thought that that song was a good idea, but no, it it may be my least favorite. It's terrible. And no offense to Sir Paul McCartney. I mean, I get that he's a legend and maybe mm-hmm. he took it on the chin yesterday because I was so annoyed because of the backing into the parking places, <laughs> but it just all hit me wrong yesterday and I was not mm-hmm. in the mood for it. Well, that's understandable. I think you need to know that those are, there's a, that that's a very valid reaction that you Thank had. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I You're welcome. Like, I felt like you'd back me up. Um, but other than that, the only other, so I've started watching Mrs. Maisel, which I think I'd mentioned before and yes. I, it's, I'm really enjoying it. I have not made much progress because I was in New Hampshire and then I got back home and I was so tired, but I have had several people mention the show Virgin River on Netflix to me. It's a new Netflix series that they say is okay. very hard of Dixie-esque. Okay. So small town. Never heard of it. I hadn't either. But when I looked it up, because so many people, I was like, what is it? So, but the the previews do make it seem like it's some sort of Heart of Dixie knockoff, like small town doctor, but you know, my favorite rom-com premise, small town doctor, Mm -hmm. you know, city Mm -hmm. doctor moves to a small town, rediscovers what life is all about. I mean, I don't know. It just, it feels promising. It feels like maybe a good holiday option if anybody's looking for a show and People say, I have not watched it, but people have said it's fairly like Caroline and I could watch it together. So I'm assuming okay. it's semi-kid friendly. I don't know that for sure. That just is what I've heard. So you may want to double check on that. Well, that sounds delightful. Yeah. So just throw that out there. I'm waiting to see the special with Mary Berry and yes. Kate and William. I cannot wait for that. I know. Well, I heard it was on YouTube, but then they said it may not be on there long. So I don't know if right. it still is, but I think there must have been a bootleg copy of it. I've seen different little clips of it, which her red dress that Kate has on is just darling. Well, she's so good with a dress. She really is. She is. And she can do those dresses. I mean, I guess that's the benefit of maybe when you're five foot 10 and immaculately thin and a princess mm-hmm. that you can wear those dresses. Cause I'm like, if I put that on, somebody would act wonder if I was about to reenact like little house on the prairie, you know, <laughs> like it, it would seem a little dowdy, but it looks so elegant on her. I just, I don't know. I really like it. Do you feel like the empire waste is on its way back? I do. I do. I was afraid. I was afraid you were going to say that. I know. That. But listen, better, I don't like an empire waist. And I, I'm going to tell you, I, I'm not having it with the crop sweaters. 
Oh, don't. I told somebody yesterday, not yet. No, it wasn't yesterday. Maybe it was Friday. I could blow them up with a stick of dynamite. <laughs> I really could. I could blow them up with a stick. Every one of them. I hate because them. you want to talk about something that makes my job a headache as the person who enforces the dress code. Yes. Are, are the stupid crop sweaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. And I know that they came back in because we brought the high-rise jeans back in, but I just hate the whole look. I hate the high-rise jeans. I hate the crop sweaters. I hate the whole thing. It reminds me of the 80s. It didn't look good on us then. It doesn't look good on you now. The end. The end. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming to our <laughs> TED Talk. We hope you'll have the merriest Christmas. This will actually be our last regular episode of 2019. Wow. Right? Yeah, it will. I wonder how many we did this year because we had to, this had to have been a record for us. Okay. Let's, let's count. Okay. Okay. I'm going to look, um, where do I go to look? Let me see what we were on at the beginning of January. Um, now we will have one more episode on Patreon that may or may not feature, our beloved friend, Travis Cottrell. Yes. If we can, which by the way, we already had recorded and it got lost in our technological prowess. Yeah, and that was actually, and Melanie's sound, as we had mentioned, was stellar that day. It was stellar that day. I had sound pride that day. I felt mm-hmm. superior to everybody on the podcast, even with mm-hmm. my faulty USB. So imagine how good I could be now. Oh, <laughs> it would be amazing. Okay. In January, 2019, we started off with, um, episode 129, and this is episode 165. So we did 35, wow. 36. That's impressive. I think last year we did 32. I think that's right. Okay. Look at us. So we did pretty good this year. We did do pretty well. I mean, I, I, for us, that's yeah. That's kind of a height of productivity, I, I would say. You kind of think in 2020, we'll get to our 200th episode. 2020, oh. 200. Yes. Couldn't we? Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Go us. Oh. Look at that. We'll I, like, do... I like the symmetry of that. 2020, <laughs> 200. 200th episode in 2020. Yeah. We can yeah. celebrate it at the same time as Jen Hatmaker, who started her podcast last year. <laughs> We're a little, we've moved a little slower than some, but we like a leisurely pace. We like a leisurely pace. We do. That's just, but, sort of but here's the thing. It, it, it's like Albert and Dave say, not everything that can be counted counts. <laughs> so that really, but that may be our new podcast motto. That's right. Hold on. Let's let's to close. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick another one of Lane Kiffin's um, inspirational quotes. And y'all need to know I'm utterly sincere when I say how much I I enjoy this whole thing. Like it it brings me a lot of 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 personal joy. I'm gonna scroll down maybe to something from last week. Okay. Um, See what you just, can find for us to close us out on 2019 to close out our year on a on a positive note full of affirmation and life guidance. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Um, here we go. This is from, oh, how do you even choose? Okay. This is from Minor Myers Jr. Okay. Go into the world and do well, but more importantly, go into the world and do good. That's right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. And have a, have a happy 2020. 
Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank y'all for listening. Bless y'all for listening as well, I would say. Bless you all. (laughs) Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.